Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, As Told by Keish. Your favorite podcaster here, Keisha. Um, so today, like last week, we're going to talk about mental health. Um, this time, we're going to talk about how mental health affects children. So go ahead and grab your water, your juice, anything that you want to drink on, your notepad and a pen so you can take some notes from me, so you can take some notes for me, give me some good feedback, because let's talk about it. So, first of all, good mental health is important in children because as they develop their learning um, to think clearly, to develop social and emotional skills, and how to deal with day-to-day life. Developing their skills as a child will help to prepare them as an adult. Um, So, it's important to always encourage your children so that they can develop self-confidence, high self-esteem, and have a healthy, more positive outlook on life. How you treat a child will carry over to adulthood, so always speak life into them. As long as you build them up, it's hard for somebody to tear them down. Like my children, um, I have two boys. They are 21 and 12. Yes, I know. But ever since the day that, you know, they were, were able to learn who they were, which is literally from the time they're like a baby, you know, I always reminded them, y'all are like y'all are kings. I know that's a, you know, a, what is what I want to say, like a cliche word now, like king and queens and all this other kind of stuff. But no, you are a king. You must act like one. You must walk like one. You must talk like one. Um, don't you are handsome? You are. You know, I speak life into my boys. Can't nobody tell my kids to this day that they're ugly. Or that anything is wrong with them because I have instilled in them that you are everything. You are the beginning and the end, okay? (laughs) But, yeah, I think you need to speak life into your kids so that when somebody else comes at them, it won't even matter. Whatever is being said to them is like somebody's talking to a brick wall. Um, So long as you build your kids up, it is very, very hard for somebody to tear them down. I'm not saying that it won't still happen. Um... Because, I mean, at some point, it, it may, but it'll be harder if you instill in them who they are from jump. You know what I'm saying? Because <clears throat> definitely, when children start school, it's so easy to get wrapped up into peer pressure, bullying, and just other things that, other things that come with starting school. Um, so, like I said, if you build your child up at home, it's less likely that she'll, he or she will be pulled into that horrible cycle of things like that, peer pressure, um, bullying, um, you know, things like that. And I think that when I personally, when school starts, when they start getting to school age, that, that, that is when mental health needs to start being discussed. Um, I think it's a great thing that my youngest, he's in the seventh grade now, and last year he was in six, of course, but Last year was the first year ever that mental health was discussed. Um, And I really think it was only discussed because of the pandemic. Um, With the pandemic, you know, kids, kids go to school and that's how they develop their social skills. So not being able to be around other kids, you know, and just being holed up in the house, just a lot for kids that have just never been through anything like this. Hell, the parents have never been through anything like this. So... It's hard for everybody to adapt, but with children, it's even harder because they don't understand their emotions. 
Um, So I think it's a good thing that they started talking about mental health with the kids, what it is, how to understand your emotions, you know, just coping mechanisms, um, stuff like that. Uh, But anyway, I hate the fact that it took a pandemic to bring this issue to light, but I'm happy about it at the same time. It's like a catch-22. Catch um, and one thing to note also is that home is not always a happy place for children. Um, so them talking about mental health is, is really good because that lets them know that they can talk to somebody outside of their home about what feelings that they might be experiencing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, But yeah, so mental health usually starts um, when you're a child, but not always diagnosed in children because the behaviors that can occur um, are part of the normal developmental process. Um, Mental health illness in children is usually not diagnosed until children are 14 unless it is an anxiety disorder, depression, ADHD, um, which is attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, and then, um, or schizophrenia, or like eating disorders. <clears throat> I feel like with ADHD, when I was a kid, a lot of children got dis, um, dis, excuse me, a lot of children got diagnosed with ADHD, and they were prescribed Ritalin. I know everybody's probably heard of that if you're, you know, my age or whatnot, but I feel like children are supposed to be hyper. I feel like Ritalin was like making, you know, normally hyper, quotations, hyper kids turn into zombies. Kids are supposed to be hyper. Kids are supposed to be all over the place. I don't understand how, like, I really would like to understand how that's exactly diagnosed. Like, what signs are all there to make you say this kid is exhibiting behaviors that are unnormal or not in line with the typical child his age that is a hyper quotation is a hyper child so I don't get that but let me know do you know anybody who was um, diagnosed with ADHD as a child and prescribed Ritalin Um, because I want to know like what like did that help them do they still show those signs as an adult? Are they still ADHD? Like, yeah, I'm I'm genuinely curious. Now I gotta find somebody who was diagnosed with ADHD as a child and see what their life is looking like now. Are they still on medications to control that hyperness, or was it just something they were diagnosed with as a child? Like, I'm really curious. Maybe I should have researched that while I was researching this, but I didn't think about that. But anyway. So, um, back to what I was saying. So, the most common mental health disorder in adolescents is anxiety disorders. And one in eight adolescents can be diagnosed by the age of 11. But remember, they can be diagnosed with those um, with those disorders I said before. Anxiety disorder, depression, ADHD, schizophrenia, and or eating disorders but typically are not until they're 14. Because in order to diagnose a child slash adolescence, um, a psychological assessment is required. These assessments are done usually because of attention or behavior issues at home or school, 
bullying, they're exhibiting some signs of depression or anxiety, or they have learning disorders. So while those are reasons for assessments, actual causes of mental illness can be due to other things like illnesses or injury, um, emotional stress such as trauma, or some type of loss as a child. So um, I feel like children have a hard time with their emotions. Um, Therefore, they struggle with mental illness because they don't understand what they're feeling. Um, And in some cases, they might think that these feelings are normal because they're growing up and they're going through changes. Same with the parents. The parents might just assume that, you know, their their once happy child, social child, who wants to stay in their room all the time and no longer wants to, like, deal with people, they might think that this is just a sign of them growing up. Uh, me personally, I watch everything my kids do, like uh, their ba- mannerisms, their behaviors. Like I know them to a T. Like um, just yesterday, my son, um, he looked upset. So I said, "What's wrong?" Um, and he was like, "Nothing." And I, I was like, "I can tell something wrong because your whole face is changed. Like he makes this weird face when he's upset about something." So he just kept on saying nothing, kept on saying nothing. But me as a parent, I'm trying to figure it out. Like, what's wrong with him? Come to find out, it was just the video game had made him mad. But I knew that something was wrong with him. So you can't get you can't get over me because I I check everything with my kids. I know about the facial expressions. I know about their chain of voice. Uh, excuse me, change of voice. I know when their habits change. Um, I know when they start acting weird. I know, you know, that something is off about them. And that's because I pay attention to everything they do. And I know sometimes it probably annoys them and they feel like I'm all up in their business. But I tell them all the time, it's going to pay off in the long run. Y'all, I'm y'all sick of me now, but y'all going to be glad that I was up in y'all shit like I, like I was. I mean, I'm in everything. Like, you cannot... Get over on mama, okay? But anyway, um, as a child, you go through so many changes. Your body is changing. <coughs> Excuse me. I was trying to hold it back, but it was not trying to stay back. Um, but your body is changing. Your personality is changing. Um, you're just starting to understand who you are while also being confused about who you are, which I hope that makes sense. I think a lot of kids struggle because they don't know who they are. They want to fit in. Um, they don't want to be seen as different. Not, not knowing that different is good. Um, just wanting to be accepted. I think that's probably the better the better word for it. Um, so, like I was saying earlier, it's always good to pay attention to your children's behaviors because in adolescence, that's when they start to figure out who they are. And yes, there will be subtle changes, um, but as a parent, as long as you're paying attention to them, you'll see those changes and you'll know, you know, if you know your child well enough, you'll know, okay, something's genuinely wrong or, um, you know, such and such might be going through something. Either way, it's still good to ask and to figure it out. I know today, just today, y'all, my 12 year old is so freaking funny. Just today, he says, um, just out of the blue, we riding in the car. He says, I don't already hit puberty. I said, what? Like, who? Like, I don't understand that. Why Why he just said that out of the blue. But I'm listening. I said, what makes you think that 
he was like, well, I'm starting to get pimples and um, I'm getting a mustache. <laughs> First of all, I told him his lip was dirty. That was not a mustache, but he is actually getting pimples. So I said, you are right. You are hitting puberty. Um, so, you know, just knowing that I already know that he's going to be going through some things. But as a parent, like I said, I pay attention to everything. So when something doesn't seem right or something seems off, I'm going to ask about it and we're going to talk about it, whether you want to or not. You may not want to talk about it in that moment, but just know that we are going to eventually talk about it. And my kids know that about me. If you say you don't want to talk about something right now, okay, we're not going to talk about it. But just know we're going to revisit this again because we it's something we have to be talk we have to discuss. If you're feeling some type of way, I'm gonna let you figure out how you're feeling, and then we'll talk about it. Um, but anywho, so like I was also saying earlier, so they're starting to figure out who they are. So if your usually happy child becomes withdrawn, that is definitely a cause for alarm. I think a lot of times we think with our kids because they're getting older that is due to hormones and we have to stop thinking that major changes are due to hormones which I mean it could be but let's not assume that because something could seriously be wrong um and other things to look for in your child that you may think is normal the change in their energy level and concentration mental changes mood changes or mood swings um, the way they view life and their dependability. When you notice these type of changes, if you don't already talk to your children, um, make sure that that you do and make sure that they're okay. Let them know that they are going through some changes. Um, and, you know, just kind of try to explain life to them from your perspective the best way you can without sugarcoating it, but without trying scaring them to death at the same time, because I know how some parents can be. <laughs> but again, don't just assume that the behaviors that are different are normal. Um, but because, I mean, home life can be just great, but there may be something going on outside of home at school that might be causing these changes. Like they might be perfect at home and then at at school, they might be withdrawn. It might be something going on that you need to really look into and make sure that they're okay. Um, the sooner you notice the changes, the sooner you can help your child. Um, and if help is needed, the sooner you can get them help. Um, so earlier I had mentioned that mental illness affects children. Well, let's talk about some signs to watch out for with these illnesses. Um And remember that mental illness can also be caused by genetics and environmental factors. But anyway, back to the illnesses, which were anxiety, depression, ADHD, schizophrenia, and eating disorders. So I did mention some signs earlier, but just as a reminder, um, if your child's grades change dramatically, if your child becomes withdrawn from friends and family, has sudden behavior changes um for example like outbursts of anger or they just seem like so sad and withdrawn all the time um changes in sleeping or eating habits again that might be something that you think is normal because you know once they get a certain age sometimes they like to eat up everything i got boys they like to eat up everything regardless well my oldest my youngest is a picky eater but um you know just if they certainly liking, you know, 
they normally a big eater and then they stop eating. It could be due to, um, you know, some bullying and somebody calling them fat or something like that. And I'll get into that in a second. But anyway, other things to watch out for is like rebellious behavior, um, drug or alcohol use. Um, if they stop doing things they used to enjoy, constant worrying, frequent mood swings, life of energy or concentration, obsessed with weight loss, um, lack of care for his or her parents, and increased behavior with taking rest. Anything like that, just please be alarmed by it because even though they are, their hormones are changing, that none of that is is quote-unquote normal. Um, so when those signs become typical behavior, please seek help after talking to your child. So talk to your child first to see, you know, why they may be acting out or, you know, why, you know, their grades are falling dramatically. And sometimes it could be, excuse me, Sometimes it could be something as simple as they don't like the class, so they're not participating, you know. But at the same time, it could also be somebody in the class is bullying them, you know what I'm saying? So you got, and that's just, that's a wild example, but that's the only thing I could think of in the moment. (laughs) So, um, but like I said, when those type of signs become typical behavior, seek help after talking to your child. Um, and when I say seek help, I mean, there's people you can talk to. You can talk to your child's doctor. You can talk to the school counselor. Um, and then, of course, there are online resources. But your best bet is talking to, like, the, your school, your child's doctor who knows your child and the school counselor who is um, experienced with working with children and um, can help find out what's wrong with your child if you can. So, um, I just think once you recognize it in your children that something is wrong and say it is a mental, it is a mental illness or something mentally going on where they need help for it. Once they get the help as a child, it is much easier for them to live and be a productive adult. I mean, that's that's that. That's just pretty much what it is. So just don't think that because your child is a child that all they got to do is, you know, get good grades, go to school, you know, yada, 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 listen to their parents, things like that. We have to get that out of our mind that that's all children have to do. Children are stressed out. They are dealing with all these different emotions, trying to figure out who they are. I mean, it's so sad. Um, every time I turn around, there's a, there's something about somebody committing suicide. A child, excuse me, committing suicide because they were being bullied. Just recently, I saw where um, a little girl, I want to say she's from New Orleans. I can't remember. But she was getting bullied. Her mom, you know... Her mom told the school, and it was little stuff like um, they were saying her clothes were ugly, so she got different clothes. Her hair was ugly, so she changed her hairstyle. She was too fat, so she changed her eating habits. These are fucking 11-year-olds. Like, and I'm going to tell you what. So, I have sons, like I said, but I also have, like, goddaughters and stuff. And just, you know, I just know 
you know, women with daughters. I think when it comes to bullying, that boys, typically with boys, it's a one-on-one thing. Um, Like, one boy is going to bully another boy. With girls, it's groups. Like, they can't, it's like they feed off of each other. It's the worst. Um, And I think a lot of times we, as children, we don't know it's bullying, if that makes sense. Um, We just think, oh, XYZ is picking on me or whatever. But, yeah, but that goes back to what I was initially saying. With boys, it's usually a one-on-one thing. Um, They don't need an audience. They don't need, you know what I'm saying? Unless it's like a gang-type situation or something like that. But with girls, it never fails. It's always, they feed off each other. So it's always, you know, two, three, or more against one girl and it's and it's silly and it starts when they are young and it's it's sick how it starts like that but where they get that behavior from I don't even know but sorry I know I got off on a tangent but that's how I do when I get into talking about something that you know something I can talk about for a long time but anywho let's get back on topic um so just to wrap it up mental illness is um it it happens in children Um, it can start as young as, well, it can start as young as when they start talking. So it can start as young as three years old. Um, as far as being diagnosed, they're typically not diagnosed until they're 14 because by the time they're 14, any changes that they are going through are going to already been done. So by 14, 15 ish, that's when they are starting to show, you know, their real personality, who they really are, stuff like that. Um, so just make sure as a parent, you just kind of pay attention to your child. Any changes that you see that even if you think it's normal behavior, don't think that it's normal behavior. Ask them what's wrong. Ask them if something going on. Um, ask them, do little stuff, ask your kids about their day. Like I said, just because they're kids, don't ever assume that uh, because all they had to do was go to school and, you know, mingle with their peers and get good grades. Don't ever assume that. It's, you know, because with, with kids, you just never know. I make sure to ask my sons every day, how was y'all's day? And, that 12-year-old mine, oh, he always got a story for me. So it's always interesting talking to him. <laughs> but, yeah, so check on your kids. Um, I would hate to see someone that I know. I just hate to see kids, period, as a statistic for hanging themselves, for being bullied or, you know, being different. It's just it's really sad. Um, and I think as even with mental illness, even though I'm talking about mental illness, I think as parents, we have to do better with um, educating our kids on other kids being different, you know, and that would eliminate a whole lot of things like the bullying and, you know, stuff like that. So we don't have to wake up to news stories about children committing suicide because that's a sad, sad, sad thing. Like I just, I could never in my wildest dreams imagine like ever. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and wrap this episode up. Um, like I said earlier, when I first got started, um, 
if you have if you took good notes um let me know what you got out of this podcast and let me know if you have feedback from me i want to hear your stories have you ever been bullied before and just now realizing that as an adult um had someone you know been bullied like how was that handled um do you know somebody who who has a child that's dealing with mental illness how is that working out do you know anybody who was diagnosed with adhd and had to take ritalin and how are they as an adult um now so i'm just i guess i'm just curious as to finding somebody who was maybe diagnosed with a mental illness as a child and I would love to see how they're you know doing life now so yeah so until the next episode remember the next episode is going to be about missing people or persons it just depends on how much um information I can find on the first missing person that I talk about but I do appreciate you guys for listening I appreciate you guys for coming back um, for new episodes. If you haven't heard some of my older episodes, go check them out. But again, thank you guys so much for listening. And I will talk to you on the next episode.